I'm good. This meeting is being recorded. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Fat Sacks Podcast. March 21st edition. edition. Holy. Can't even first 10 words. I can't even say them. But um, we're back again. Um, two days in a row. It's been a little bit since we've done two days in a row. So uh, um, busy weekend for us. Uh, so we had to do the first and second round recap yesterday. Go listen to that if you haven't. YouTube and Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts on, it's on there. Um, today we're doing a little redemption bracket. This is an idea coming up by Fisher. I've never heard of this, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, redemption bracket going from the Sweet 16 on to the Elite Eight, Final Four, um, and uh, who we think who we think is going to win. So we're just going to literally rapid fire these because we we talked in depth. I feel like about a lot of the teams that are here. Uh, maybe it's up St. Peter's, uh, but uh, I feel like we talked in, de- in depth about a lot of it. So um, we're just going to rapid fire through. Um, we're, so, like, I'll just start on the left side of the bracket and go all the way down to speed 16s. I'm not going to jump side to side the way it goes. I'm just going to go straight down. Um, so we'll start on the left side of the bracket. Uh, Gonzaga and Arkansas. Um, we all know where I'm going. The must bus rolls through again. Um, beating Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga. Oh, my gosh. Gonzaga has um, – you know, even against Georgia State, it didn't feel like they were playing too good. Memphis, they almost got – Drew Timmy had to go off for them to even win. Um, I uh, I think that, uh, you know, Arkansas moves on here that with uh, Gonzaga not playing as well as everybody thought they probably should be. Yeah, I'm also going Gonzaga. That's my uh, second-place pick from last week, and I'm going to stick with it. I'm staying with Gonzaga. I think they're still – better than Arkansas, although I really like J.D. Note. Yes, I'm going Gonzaga as well. Uh, there's just so much talent on that team. I think uh, Arkansas is a good team. Uh, draw a lot of charges, as we've covered, which could get Gonzaga in trouble down low with Timmy and Holgram. But Gonzaga, I feel like minus 10 against Arkansas. All righty. That's that's pretty much your odd pick of the day so far. Yeah, Arkansas all the way. I don't even care. Uh, Texas Tech versus Duke. Uh, I have Texas Tech moving on here. I think uh, Duke has a hard time uh, defensively um, stopping the ball. Um, Texas Tech, that's all they do is stop the ball, Um, especially uh, I know they're pretty loaded on the offense. uh, Duke is, but I think this is, this is a time where um, Texas tech maybe swallows them up and kind of clamps down on them. Texas tech and probably uh, if Texas tech were to win this, it'd probably be a low scoring game, like a 60 to 55 or something like that. Not very high scoring. Um, uh, But maybe I'd say probably if, if Duke gets over 75, they're probably going to win. And so, uh, but I, I think te- Texas Tech has a good enough defense for, to where they can't, you know, stay below that number. Yeah, this is a tough one. I'm actually – I'm really chalky on this second-chance bracket. I hate it because I know that's not how it's going to happen. But uh, I'm on Duke here. Um, they've had a lot of talent. They had five guys score in the double digits uh, yesterday against Michigan State, and that doesn't include Griffin, who went down. He's a future NBA player. Yeah. They're just really deep. They always are. Um so I'm I'm rolling with Duke here, but it wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah. Is uh is AJ Griffin gonna be back next game? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, he should be. I mean, it wasn't that serious, was it? Don't know. I we'll have to look at that. Pepe, you go. 
Um, I had Texas Tech beating Duke, but uh, Duke's look pretty good. Like they're playing all round ball. I think that you know everyone's scoring on their team. Their biggest their biggest thing is defense, and I think uh, uh, is it Williams, the Mark Williams guy down low. He's been rim protecting the entire tournament, and he's really stepping up. Uh, Banchero, Bancaro, however we pronounce it, uh, he's you know lights out. He can take over games. Uh, it can go either way, but I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna pick Duke. I'm probably pick Duke. I hate to say it. Uh, I got I got Texas Tech. So uh, big twelve guy. Uh, Big 12 guy. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Texas Tech sometimes has a point period of times where they have a tough time, uh, you know, obviously scoring the ball. However, we always talk about this, how good old defense travels and sometimes offense doesn't. So I just I just take the team that I know is what I'm going to get out of them every single time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so going down the east east region. Uh, the Sweet 16, UNC versus UCLA. Um, uniform matchup for me. Uh, I, uh, I I don't know, man. I, I'm having a tough time uh, picking UNC here. Uh, I I think maybe their their hot streak maybe comes to an end here on UCLA. You know, pretty a team that's been there before uh, last year. And I've had some March Madness experience, especially in the recent you know year year and a half. Um, been in some big games and I think, I think, uh, it's going to kind of, um, you know, cool Mich- or Michigan, cool, uh, UNC off and, uh, and, uh, Manic has to watch his elbows, uh, this game. So anyway, go ahead. This, this might be the best, uh, best sweet 16 matchup, uh, two really hot teams. I'm taking North Carolina. I'm, I'm sold, man. I mean, they put up 95 against Marquette and, uh, 93 against Michigan state. Two well-coached teams, so I'm gonna I'm banking on the offense traveling here. R.J. Davis he played all 45 minutes. He had 30 points. Uh, look for more of the same uh, come Thursday. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think Hubert, Hubert Davis, Hubert Davis. Uh, you know, he's really stepped into that that head coaching role pretty well this year, especially with this streak uh, in the tournament. Uh, Baycott is going to, you know, do his thing down low, get rebounds and blocks. Manic's going to be hot for three. I, I, if they stay hot, man, they might, they may, might make the final four. They might make the championship game. Like if they stay with it, I think they have enough. I think personally they they have enough weapons to do that. Uh, the love kid's pretty salty. You got Manic, Baycott, uh, you know. We'll see what happens though, but I have North Carolina. If they get through this game, they're going to the final four. I mean, I, I correct. If they get through this game, they're they're in. So I, I what, don't what, I think you guys are undermining Purdue and you guys have been for a while. Good. Their defense sucks. You got you know, no, you all had Kentucky over Purdue. I don't want to hear it. Jim I Purdue did. Over, I, I did. I did. I did. No, you you can't tell hear. me that you had freaking St. Peter's beating Kentucky either. So don't don't <laughs> have a bunch of idiots here. Who did? Who a- did? I'm just saying I had Purdue over over whoever won that game from the game. Hey, all I gotta say is I I don't know. I think whoever wins this game beats Purdue or St. Peter's in the next game, no matter what. Anyways, 
I have UCLA in this one just because of the fact that they have four <laughs> people that can all score the ball. Uh, I mean, you got Drew Zing back. You got Jaime Hawkins, probably the most overall complete. Like, I mean, like he does everything fundamentally right, obviously. Uh, the Bernard guy that I didn't even know anything about. I didn't watch very much UCLA, but the man's been shooting pretty solid for him. He's a great, good third option. And Tiger Campbell handles the ball well. He doesn't turn it over. He has a 4.7 assist to turnover ratio. Like that's that's maintaining the ball. I uh, I think uh, the hot trick of of uh, good old North Carolina comes to the end right here. But uh, UCLA is dominant. So yeah, yeah, I definitely definitely agree there. So next game, Purdue and St. Peter's. Um, I don't know. Um, here, here's the thing: size is going to be an issue for St. Peter's, um, but I also thought size is going to be an issue when St. Peter's play Kentucky. Yeah. Um, here, here's was I think here's what was St. Peter's game plan: let Sheway get his points and get his rebounds. We're going to worry about the guards. Um, here, but here's the only here's the issue: Trevion Williams can go off. Edie cannot go off on his own. He can't. Like, that's just it. And so I, they're going to have to shut down Ivy. And I don't even know, like, Bognovich, I think his name is, or 55. I think that's what his name is. But they're going to have to shut down those guards to have a chance. Let – I mean, Trevion Williams is big. He's d- good down low. Um, but, like, let him get his points. Let him get his rebounds. Let Edie do what he does. And guard the guards because if – the bigs can do all they want, but if you don't have, you know, good guard play, I think they St. Peter's might be able to give a run for the money here. Um, same recipe they probably would do with Kentucky. I mean, we saw it Fisher. So we, I mean, everybody watched it, but um, I mean, Ty Ty had like what, four points in the whole entire game. five points. So like, I mean, they've, they've done this recipe and, and uh, you know, done it right being Kentucky the first round. Yeah. Kentucky's got another guard who was very limited. He's going to the NBA next year. Can't remember his name. Man. Um, no, besides Mintz, there's someone else. Oh, uh, or might have yeah. been a small forward. But uh, anyway, sure. yeah, you're right. I mean, they let Sheway have his, and he dominated. Honestly, I mean, he dominated. But everyone else kind of sucked. And the thing is, Ivy's better than any guard that Kentucky had. I'm just worried that Purdue is way too deep for St. Peter's. Um, I've got Purdue still in my Final Four. They, like I said. They check all the boxes. They got depth. They got star power. They've got coaching. Um, but I would love to see St. Peter's pull this off. As much as I want to see the Peacocks advance, there's no way they will. I think Purdue, the size down low, like Tyler was talking about, I think you could play Edie and Williams the entire game and just dominate. Like they could both get, you know, 20 points and 15 rebounds between the two. Um, they, like, like Tyler said, they probably will focus on the guards. I mean, Ivy and then that, uh, 55, uh, and that worked with, for Kentucky. Um, uh, I think, I think Purdue will advance and I think North Carolina is going to beat them to advance to the final four. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to take Purdue. However, I'm going to throw the stat out there. Uh, Peacocks of St. Peter's are limiting two-point shots in the past 14 games to 38%, which is the lowest in NCAA 
is the lowest give it to me even though they don't have a guy over six seven they are limiting their opponent to shooting under 39 percent it's like 38.4 percent give me same and i think i think purdue still wins this i really do but like i said defense travels and offense sometimes doesn't so i i can see this upset and I would just like to say I am mashing the St. Peter's plus 650 money line right now because I think there's – I mean, plus 650 is a crazy number. What's the for, spread? The spread is uh, 12 and a half. 12 and oh, a half I'm, taking, I'm taking plus 12 and a half I, all day long. I, I'm going to take – I will take the spread and I will take the money line on that one too. I will double up on both of those because I think I think St. Peter's has a chance to knock them off. I don't think it's – highly likely but i still think that there's a 25 percent chance if not higher that st pierce can knock them off all right so go on, go on the next next side over here arizona houston um I, I arizona almost getting beat by tcu i love arizona um i, I mean but th- this guy i mean kerr he, he came back i mean he's pretty half limping the whole entire game it seemed like and it's like what, what are we doing here but i the, Houston's going to win this game. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, the defense yep. and everything. With that guy limping around like that, I mean, we'll see how he does in five days. Uh, the way he played the other day, Houston will win this game. Houston is Houston is very underrated. They're very underseated, if you ask me. They probably should have been – I mean, the way they're playing right three, now. Three, three. No, I mean, I mean, the way they're playing right now, they could be a two seed, to be honest with you. But, um, I mean, they – I mean, they, they're just playing really well. So, give me Houston here. Yeah, everyone's saying, like the last 24 hours, everyone's saying Houston was underseeded. But where was everyone like last week? Like, I feel like th- this team was not getting any national attention. No. Just kind of like when they were three seed, too. Like, everyone's just kind of counting them out. I like this team. However, Arizona, they've got, they, I think they've got more talent here. Um, their coach has done a great job uh, taking over for Miller. I had Tennessee in this region. Um, my second pick would be Arizona, and that's who I'm going with. Sweet. Go ahead, Aaron. I, th- I think this is <clears throat> a battle of two great head coaches. Uh, uh, is it Samson yep, from Calvin. Houston? Calvin I mean, he's been consistent his whole career. He's been – he's a lifer. Uh, he's got his guys, you know, fighting every single game. Uh, and he's – it's always been that way for Houston whenever he's been there. Um and then the Lloyd guy coming from Gonzaga, product of Mark Few, and stepping in for his first year, and for you know a one seed, uh, I, it's going to be a good game. I think this will be the best Sweet 16 game in my opinion. Um, I had Arizona, but seeing how Houston's playing and the energy they bring, man, it's tough. I'm I'll still stick with Arizona because I think the uh, uh, what's his name Matherin or how do you pronounce that? Mathurin. Yeah. Mathurin. Yeah. Him and Coloco. I think they're going to stay hot. And uh, I think they'll topple Houston to advance to the Elite Eight. Uh, I actually have Houston on this one. Uh, I would just like to point out Houston has lost their uh, highest point score at the very beginning of the season. Marcus Sasser from last year was averaging 17.7 points per game and only played 12 games. Like, if he doesn't go down this Houston team, I would argue 
would be the favorites to win at all because like he is up there with Timmy. Like he is a he would be probably in my top five for sure. Is, is he playing? Tournament. No, he's not. However, okay, so the Houston team has rallied around. And why would you even are, bring that up? Why would you even bring that up? Because I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up. I was just saying nothing that. to do with the team they have now. I'm taking Houston. That's all that matters, Pip. I'm taking Houston. Why? Because their best score from last year is hurt? That was your reasoning behind that pick. No, it's not. I was just going into more detail. Gosh dang it. I was bringing up stuff that needed to be said. Nothing that did not need to be said. All right, Michigan Villanova, guys. Is ran in here. Michigan Villanova. Villanova. Nova. I mean, I think look, it's Dickinson, Dickinson oh, boy. was making. Okay, I'm going with. First of all, I'm going with Villanova. Number two, Dickinson had a really good game against Tennessee. He was making the outside shot. They were getting the boards down low. He's seven one, and Villanova's leading rebounder is only six seven. So, that's a pretty big height difference there. Uh, if he has another good game, it's it's Wolverines. But I think. Overall, the better coach uh, is coaching Villanova, and the better team is Villanova. The best player is at Villanova, Gillespie, uh, Colin Gillespie, so I'll take the Wildcats. Yeah, I mean, here, here's the thing here. Like, um, I, I just don't – I was telling Garrett, you know, before we started recording that I think that ta- if you just took talent from the team, Michigan probably has a more talented team. Um, but – Jay Wright can coach circles around Juwan Howard. And so, and so that is why I'm picking Nova here. I think from a talent standpoint, they don't – I mean, I think Michigan's probably better, but Jay Wright is just totally better coach, way better, not even close. But, I mean, Rick Barnes can coach circles around Howard too, but if you can't – the players can't make the shots, I'll get off my soapbox about them now. You guys go ahead, Tom. I don't see very many games where Colin Gillespie can't make a freaking shot. All right. That's true. <laughs> He's shooting like 90% from the free throw line. That's unheard of. Smart. That, that, hey, team, that Smart. team shoots 82% from the free throw line as a team. Like you can't, like you can't make that up. Like that's insane. That is if they're insane. ahead, if they're ahead with 10 minutes left in the four, in the second half, it, they're winning the game. It's it's they're not gonna lose that. Is that it? I think we all touched on it anyway. But anyway, so next one down, Kansas-Providence. Uh, first team to get to 70 wins the game. Um, and I think that's probably going to be Kansas. Go yeah, I have no comment there. I'm sticking with Kansas as my pick. Yeah, I'm not going to go on my Providence soapbox. Kansas. I don't need to say anything yeah. besides Remy Martin. So, Kansas. Can't say anything bad about Providence. Like, you thought they were going to get beat by South Dakota State. Like, like what? What are we even talking about here? Like you, you have to respect him at some point, Aaron. I mean, no, I respect him. No, I respect him. I respect him. I respect what are you him. Talking about? I mean, you're like, like Ed Cooley, this Ed Cooley, that Providence, this Providence frauds. No, they're freaking a Sweet Sixteen. They've earned the right to be here. Okay, but- timeout. We were all on the Providence fraud train. We were all on that train. And listen, I'm respecting them. I give them all the respect. Okay, making it this far, any team making it this far in March Madness, I gains my respect. Okay. So I, it's all respect from here on out. That's all I'm saying. All right, Iowa State, Miami, 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 and everyone else thinks Miami too because 98 percent of betters 
while picking money line or picking Miami, and it went down. That scares to, me. Yeah, I know. It went down from minus one fifteen to minus uh, one forty five, and then the the spread went from I think Miami was might have been plus one. They might have been minus one, and but it went down to like minus three now. So everyone's on Miami. They played well. They had four guys in double digits against Auburn. They beat the brakes off them at the end. I'm I'm taking Miami too, but. Aaron's right. I mean, everyone's jumping on the train right now. That scares me. I'm worried about the betting side of it. Not being on a sharp money kind of worries me. I'm being on the public side. It worries me a lot. Uh, I might, I might take a deeper look at that betting wise, but I'll pick Miami to win the game. I agree, Tyler. I agree straight up. Taking Big Twelve. I got Iowa State. <laughs> oh. Better defensive team. Defense travels. It's tough. All right. Well, we'll. We're going to go through these really quick since we just talked about the teams a lot. Arkansas, Texas Tech. I think um, – I don't know, man. Whoa. John Zaga, Texas Tech. That game won't happen, so. All right. It's going to win either way. I mean, Jesus. All right, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Texas Zach. Tech making the Final Four. All right, I got St. Yeah. Peter's and UCLA. I got UCLA. I have North Carolina and Purdue. Okay, I got UCLA though, so I just have them making it to the final four. So, Fisher, what do you have? I, I'm with you. I've got North Carolina and Purdue, and I'm taking the Boilermakers. See, I'm taking North Carolina. I'll take UCLA as well, with Garrett. Um, Houston and Villanova, or Arizona and Villanova. I'll go Villanova uh, against Houston. Um, so Villanova making the final four for me. Man. Um, I, I feel bad, but you know what? I'll change my pick. I like Villanova better than Arizona. It's just a better team. I'm changing it on my ESPN thing. Hold up. Okay. Villanova, Final Four. That's tough. That's tough. I got Nova. Go ahead, Garrett. Yeah. I got Nova. That's all I need to say. Kong Gillespie. Yeah. I'll go Villanova, too. Oh gosh! See, this region is terrible. We we're on all on Tennessee, and now we're all on Nova. This I know. Yeah, Michigan. Here, you know what? I'll stay Arizona. Be in the what the heck? Now. Gosh dang! Kansas, Miami, Kansas, Kansas. I don't feel like rock chalk, baby. I'm sorry. I got. Yeah, I'm going Kansas all the way. What'd you hey, get? Hey, get off Tinder. Get yeah, off Tinder. No, no. I actually get off Tinder. I got sent something. Kind of serious. I'm looking at. Oh, it. No, 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 not like that. Like, yeah. I think he means like actually. No, I think he means actually serious. Don't make a joke about it. I think he means something actually. Serious. I mean, it's it's nothing involved. I'm I'm fine. It, it's okay. okay. All right. Carry here. on. We'll talk about it off air, maybe. All right. Four. <laughs> Texas Tech, UCLA. Um, I'll do Texas Tech here, or Gonzaga, UCLA, or Gonzaga, UNC, or whatever it is. I'll take Texas Tech. Texas Tech. I hate it, but I think Gonzaga is just going to slightly skip into this championship game. I really do. It'll be a close game. Yeah, that that and the, I have Gonzaga UCLA. Although I want to pick Texas Tech, they just don't have the, the scoring scares me at some point because you have to be able to at least score sometimes, and they are probably the worst offensive team left in this bracket. Besides maybe St. Peter's. Houston? Going. I'm sticking with my uh my talent 
all around talent. I'm going with Gonzaga. All right. Villanova, Kansas, or Arizona, Kansas. I'll go Kansas here. Big 12 championship rematch again. Uh, Texas Tech, Kansas. Um, yeah, same here. That's uh, what I had on my bracket anyway. So Texas Tech, Kansas. Go Kansas. Go Kansas. Well, when's the last time the two conference teams met up in the. That's a good question. I don't know if I've, I remember that happening. I'm sure it has. I don't know. I don't know. I think before, like, what about like Tyler and here, who they face in the championship game? According to this, it was back in 1988 when Oklahoma and Kansas were in the Big Eight Conference. Woo! Come on, baby. 1988. I remember, like, well, that wasn't in Congress. Never mind. Anyway, uh, Texas Tech, Kansas. I mean, this is Texas Tech. I don't think Kansas gets them twice in a row. Yeah, I'm. I'm going Kansas. Sticking with it. I, I want to say something. I just that was for you, Garrett, because if all of us would have went Kansas, you I know, I know. Because <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Texas Tech, worst case scenario, man. I was literally I was not taking Kansas if no one else. Yeah, man. I, I just know. it's gonna be tough beating them two times in a row. Kansas beating Texas Tech two times in a row if that ends up happening. Oh well. I got Kansas, so I really do. All right. Everybody good on that topic? Redemption bracket. We, let's uh, let's uh, talk about maybe like a little pool or something for the redemption bracket since our uh, just us four, not a lot, just us four, a little something, a little something, something, a little five dollars, yeah, yeah, you know, five dollars to ones, yeah. So you get like do like a point system, kind of like we do in another pool. We can talk about it later, anyway. Do, do one, two, four, eight, yep, one, two, four, eight. There you go, Fisher, right off the dome. Um, I like it, all right. The topic of the day, top five college basketball players that are in the Sweet 16 right now. All right. Oh, shoot. All right. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm, I'm going. Everything is 100% okay. I'm going to step away for a second. You guys start. I'll pick up. Cool. Yeah, cool. All right. Okay. I don't know. We'll talk, I'll, we'll talk to him after. That's fine. Uh, so, um, let's go. Let's just start with our number five going to one. Then we can say our honorable mentions, just rattle them off at, when we're done. Um, so, me and Garrett are prepared. Uh, I, I, For everybody listening at home, I probably sent this, what, two, three hours ago? No, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I got my I've list. Studied, I've studied ever since you said that. Like, you right said here. that, and I've been looking at stuff since. What, what we were going to do on the show, I sent it probably two, three hours ago. And it's right here, Look. Aaron acted like it was a surprise. You're literally just showing a white screen. I can't see anything. Uh, it's can't it's see on it. here. You're not helping the cause of the podcast. Oh, there it is. Look, watch there it on is. YouTube. That's not a draft. This is this is not where we're talking. Jabari about. Smith ain't even on here still. I know it's he's off the list. <laughs> he's off okay. the list. What are you talking about? Gee, really? <laughs> my number one though. Really says <laughs> top graphics. What are we? <laughs> 
They were talking about the team in the Sweet 16. In the Sweet 16. Oh, oh no. teams left. I thought we were talking no. about players. Aaron! <laughs> we are talking about okay. the top All right. players that are still playing in this tournament. There's six yes. and yes. players that play in the tournament. We need the yes. top five players that are left Got it. 16 teams. Right here. No, that's not right here. Jabari Smith. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. He's. It's just on there. All right. Oh, my God. All right. Can we just – let's just start with five. We're going to start uh, with let... five to go. Go, Garrett. Jeez. All right. No, at number five, I have – I hate to say it, but I have Ochai Bocci. I, uh, I do, too. I do, too. Great, great score. Really, really great score. But I, I – uh, Really, the first time he's been this far in the NCAA tournament, and overall, like I, he hasn't played that well. Only fourteen points and thirteen points in two games that he's played. So I, I had a hard time putting him above some of these other guys that I have that I think are probably who I would choose. Obviously, I base this off of who I wanted on my team if I was going to be in the NCAA tournament right now. Yeah, so mine. I also have a Bosby. Uh, number five. Okay. My number five is Hunter Dickinson. Um, without Hunter, oh, would he let me freaking finish? Oh, without Hunter Dickinson, this team would not be in the Sweet Sixteen. All right, you could say we could beat a dead horse and say Michigan sitting in the tournament. This, that, and the other. They're in the tournament and they're in the Sweet Sixteen. Get over it. All right, and without Hunter Dickinson, that does not happen. So Hunter Dickinson, number five. Gary, go ahead with that. No, I have a bot. Let me talk about Abaji. Okay. Let me talk about Abaji. He is so athletic. And he, I, it, he's not oh very complete. I mean, a D1 athlete is athletic. Let's, what a surprise, Aaron. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to my number four. Sorry. I have Benedict Mathurin. Uh, Mathurin, I'm sorry. Uh, he absolutely completely led Arizona all the way, uh, to beat TCU yesterday in a very hard fought game. And really he's going to be, and he's going to be a lottery pick and, uh, he's, he's solid averaging. Uh, I think he's averaging, where is, uh, uh, averaging 17.8 points per game this season. Just overall, I think he's probably top, he's top two, top three. Actually, not top two. Probably top four and athletically, but I think he's really good. You can't say that. You can't say he's athletic because everyone's athletic in the NCAA team. Everyone's athletic. Okay, Pimp, who you got number four? I have Jaden Ivey. Why is that? Is he athletic? Go ahead. Go ahead, Aaron. No, that's all I have. I'm just saying the player. Jay no, Nivey. no, I'm sorry, Aaron. That's my bad. Come on. What? Why do you have Jay Nivey? <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> all right, number four. I have Jay Note uh, from Arkansas. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Oh my gosh. JD Note from Arkansas. <laughs> Just a leader on the team. Um, 
I hate to say athletic because I just need rest, rest, Aaron, about it. Um, oh, he's back. <laughs> All right. So, would you like to go me to go to number three? I guess. Yeah, just JD Note, really athletic, <laughs> uh, leader leader on the team, and uh, um, does everything as a guard. To be honest with you, so JD Note uh, must bus is running through Gonzaga this weekend or this week, and uh, Garrett, go ahead with number three. Uh, I got number three. I mean, we all just at number three. We got I got Remy Martin. Uh, we all agree that Kansas is still probably one of the best teams in this. I mean, I think all of us have them going to at least the championship game. And you pick uh, two Kansas players in your top five. Yes, and I will explain this. Okay, Pimp. Right now, Remy Martin in the uh, NCAA tournament, which he this is the only time he's really been healthy all year, is currently averaging uh, eighteen, like three and three. However, the last game against Creighton, which we only won by seven, he went for twenty-seven and five. And Agbaji only had 14. And Agbaji is deaf. Like he he was an AP, you know, what I mean, all American first, uh, all American first team. Like I he has to be on this list if you ask me. However, Remy Martin is more important to that team right now. And you're not gonna convince me otherwise. Yeah, it's more important to the team. But it's not you can't have two Kansas guys in there. It's crazy. Why not? If they're both top five players in the Sweet 16, why can't Okay, all right. Yeah. It's This is between me and Garrett, okay? It's between who, me who and Garrett. Who are you putting over them? Who you putting over them? You want to know who? Yeah. Benedict Mathurin, number three. Okay. I have him. And then on top of him, Drew Timmy. Okay. Okay, and then number one, Paolo. This is going to be where I differentiate. I base it more off who matters more to their team. And Paulo has five or six guys that can all go get a bucket. I mean, like, you have A.J. Griffin. You have Wendell Moore. You have uh, Roach. You have Mark Williams. You have, like... That Duke team does not have to have Paul. They're, they're still a great team without Paulo on it. Paulo's a great player. Not disagreeing. This, my list is based so on Colin, who I is want Colin on Gillespie the team. on your top five? My top five, and I will list it in this order. Number one is Colin Gillespie. Number two, two is Drew Timmy. Number three is Remy Martin. Number four is Benedict Mathernan. And number five is Ochai Gladys. Because all those players mean more to their team than Paulo, if you ask me. Because Paulo has a ton of assets around them that can score. And Paulo doesn't play as good defense as any of those five on that list. I'm just saying, having two Kansas guys in your top five, most most You're crazy if you don't. You're crazy if you don't. Look, Ray Martin dropped 20, 20, I'd put, 7, I'd put McGusty above him. I'd put McGusty above him yeah, for Miami. Pimp, pimp, pimp. Pimp, you're you you forgot. Remy Barton, he's athletic. In man. the National Player of the Year candidate last year, That's the only great. reason he wasn't in it this year was because of the fact that he was injured most of the year. Okay, that's and great. Well, I'm just Self saying, is, if you have Remy Martin on there, take a Baji off. I have a Baji at five. Like Baji, he was an APL first team. Who's your six? Uh, like who who didn't crack your list? Number Who's six, Jaden Ivey. 
Okay. Number seven is Hunter Dickinson. Okay. How about Baycott? I almost had Baycott number on my team. Eight. Number eight is Baycott. List. Number eight is Baycott. Number nine is Paulo. Number Gosh, 10 is number Chet. nine. Number 10 is Chet. Number 11 is Mr. Fundamental, uh, Mr. Fundamental Jaime Hawkes. Number uh, 12 is right, Craig right, Williams. That's fine. That's fine. And you number 13 is Gussie. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. That's my top 13. All right. So uh, my uh, I'm going to kind of switch it up here right on the spot. My number three is Paulo. Um, the more I hear Garrett talk about Paulo, the more I put him down on the list. He was my number one when I first made it. But uh, um, I, I, I do agree with Garrett there. And so um, my number two is Colin Gillespie. Um, I mean, he's by far the best player on his team. Um, and, I mean, anytime Villanova gets a bucket, I mean, he can shoot it from the logo and just drill it. And so um, I think that's – and I freaking hate it. Now I'm number one, and I, I want to jump out my freaking upstairs window. It's okay. It's okay. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Is Drew Timmy. My number one is Drew Timmy. I swear it. Aaron? All right. Well, I want to uh, go on Drew Timmy and, and listen. He – they don't win that Memphis game if it's not for him. And so he's a big leader on the team. Uh, he's probably not the most talented player on the team, but he is the best player on the team, if that makes any sense. And so um, he, he's definitely the leader, the captain of the team. Kind of, you know, we heard that halftime speech, the clean version of it. Uh, and, <laughs> and so I, I think, I think. Other effing. I have it at, I have it at him at number one. So uh, Fisher, go ahead with your list. We've had a, a good time. You missed some arguments here, but uh Aaron ended up leaving and then coming back because he got mad. But <laughs> I, uh, I just can't I, believe two Kansas players in the top five. No, so I, caught, I caught that, that part. That just tells me that he likes and he's riding Kansas all night long. He literally said, <laughs> "Okay, so this is literally I, I've already I've already said my reasoning. Ochai Baji has to be in everyone's top five. He should be. He is an AP." First team player. He's the only first team player left. And he is averaging like, where is it? Where is it? He's averaging 19.3, 5.2. Like that is he he's probably the best go get a bucket guy on the list on any team right now. Okay. Who, who are you choosing over him to go get a bucket? Gillespie. I'm not taking Paulo. Gillespie, I'm not taking Paulo. Paulo. I'll take okay. Paulo. I'll I'll I'm okay with Gillespie because Gillespie's number one on my list. Okay. However, I think <laughs> Ochai is by far. Catherine, I'll take I'll take Arizona stud. And Remy Martin has mattered more to Kansas than Ochai so far in this NCAA tournament. So okay. therefore, I had to have Remy Martin above. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Fisher. Garrett, thank okay. you, Fisher. Okay, Garrett. Here's the thing. You said Paulo is at number nine because he's not valuable, but you have Remy at five. Kansas is literally a one seed without Remy Martin. They played without him like all year. They're a one seed without Remy Martin. So how can but Remy they Martin don't, be more They don't win the championship Paulo. with Remy. No, I've got Paulo. You know what? Okay. Change and it in my redemption. Change it in my redemption. I want Kansas to get beat by Providence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fisher, you can go. I'm sorry. Okay. I have 
Number five, I have Jaden Ivey. Uh, he's been good. Had a lot of 20-point games this year. Number four, he could also probably be higher. Drew Timmy, he's been great. Veteran leadership, averaging 18 a game. He had a 32 that first game, and he had 25 against Memphis. So he's he's been big. Uh, Chet Holmgren, number number three. Ooh. You guys see his stat line? No, 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 no. You guys see his stat line against Georgia State? Oh yeah, my Georgia God! State. I mean, it's Georgia State. I mean, yeah, come Georgia on. State. How many guys? Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. How many guys in the nation can put up 19, 17, and seven blocks Game against way? the tournament team? How many teams? How, how many players? Not many. Quite a few. Way? Quite a few. No, seven blocks. Coloco. He played a great Edie. game. He played a great game. Waddell. No. Paulo. <laughs> don't even, don't even try to spin Paulo on me. And whoever against, said Liddell, whoever said Liddell. State. Moving on. I, Paulo, get, Paulo. I could get six blocks against Georgia hey, State. I said, hey, Fisher, I said Liddell, and he's a better shot blocker than you think. He might not get seven, but he's a better shot blocker than you think. Anyway, go ahead. He is. I wish, I wish he'd move to the three. Dickinson. Okay. Don't get me started on Dickinson. Number two, Paulo. Oh, you should have heard. You should have heard Tyler earlier. You should have heard Tyler sucking Dickinson oh off. Pam, can we let him finish? <laughs> Paulo, uh, he's going to be probably a top three pick, isn't he? Top five, at least. Number so, one. He's, uh, he should be number one. Yeah, he's been a stud. Yeah. He's been a stud. And then I do have Agbaji at number one. I do oh, agree with you, Garrett. Oh. I do agree with you, Garrett. If there's anybody in the nation... If I, you know, if I need someone to get two points, that's who I'm taking. If I need a bucket right here, right now, that's who I'm taking. Who's your top anybody. five? Ivy, Timmy, Holgram, Paulo, Abaji. And you can throw Gillespie in at four or five as well. I mean, Matherin. Uh, he's like number eight or nine. Hmm. Interesting. And then the kid from Magusty probably like rounds out the top ten for me. I have yeah. McGusty. It's 13. tough. I have McGusty at thirteen. Right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. Let's just go through our list real quick one more time before we get off here. All right. Mine. Number one, Drew Timmy. Number two, Colin Gillespie. Number three, Paulo Banchero. Number four, D- JD Note. Number five, Hunter Dickinson. Um, number six, Abaji. Number seven, Jaden Ivey. Number eight, Chet Holmgren. Number nine. Uh, where's it at? Coloco from Arizona, number 10, uh, Baycott, number 11, Ma- Manic. You guys go ahead. Uh, so I, number one, Con Gillespie, number two, Drew Timmy, number three, Remy Martin, number four, Benedict Mathurin, number five, Ochagabaji, uh, number six, Jay Nivey, number seven, Hunter Dickinson, number eight, Ar- Armando Baycott, number nine, Paulo. Number 10, Chet. Number 11, Jaime Hawkes. Number 12, Travion Williams. And number 13, uh, Cameron Mcgusty. All right. All right my, my top 10. Uh, Agbaji at one, Paulo at two, Chet at three, Timmy at four, Ivy at five, Gillespie at six. You could move him up to four easily. Someone had him at two. Uh, Remy at seven. I'll put Dickinson at eight just because he's played really well. He's kind of unstoppable once he gets hot. 
Nine, uh, I'll go with the Benedict kid from Arizona. And 10, uh, Cam McGusky. Baycott not in there? All right. You got to leave someone out. All right. Go ahead. My top 10 from 10 to 1, Dickinson, Baycott, McGusty, Chet, Gillespie, Abaji, Ivy, Mathurin, Banchero, and Timmy. So you don't have Martin anywhere in your top 10? No. Aaron, you think Baycott is better than Dickinson? I mean, you can you can flip flop those two. All Once right. you get to the bottom, the, like the bottom half of my ten, like McGusty, Baycott, and Dickinson, All like right. literally, you can interchange any three of those. I get that. I get that. All right, guys. Um, anything else? Saw Matt Ryan got traded to the Colts. Um, other than that, not really a lot. Uh, I mean. Uh, kind of NFL hot stove, uh, seems like these last few days, NHL trade deadline was the day. Um, don't really care. So, and that's, that's our <laughs> NHL talk. That's hockey talk. Yeah. That's our <laughs> NHL talk. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, NFL, like I said, Matt Ryan got traded to the Colts, um, saw the Falcons, uh, sign Marcus Mariota right away. Um, uh, looks like they had that lined up pretty good. Their future, uh, franchise quarterback, Marcus Mariota. Um, so, um, I, I don't really. Other than that, you guys see anything? Are, are you? I hope you're being sarcastic. No, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anything else? Hot baseball, uh, NBA. I really don't care. LeBron got like his second all time past Carl Malone, but they lost the game by like 15. So I don't. Like, I hey, yeah, they, these, they beat Cleveland. These top, oh, yeah, these topics like LeBron scoring, you know, get past. Whenever it becomes baseball season, there's going to be topics like that, like Matt Ryan, Ryan signing and stuff like that. There's going to be topics of that magnitude that we're going to cover more. It's just right now is March Madness, and like you, we've got to focus on March Madness, in my opinion. Hundred percent, absolutely. It was a, it was a pretty. Uh, there was, there wasn't a whole lot going on today on TV. Like there was a few. NBA games, nothing national television. I actually watched some women's March Madness. There were some good games out there. UConn mm-hmm. played uh, the Lady Vols. They won. So there's uh, there's some there's some talented talented girls out there. No, you, UConn played UCF. Yeah, they played UCF. The, the Lady Vols yeah. played uh, Belmont. Yeah. Um, and if you get the chance to watch Caitlin Clark, like she is the real deal. Like she's hyped for. A she's done. She's done. She's well, yeah. I mean, well, she's got to come back next year because. They make her play like three or four years there. Yeah, I think true. So, all right, guys, that's pretty much it. I didn't have any bets today. Uh, took the day off. Um, kind of, I, I really get killed March Madness, but just, I mean, around five hundred. Uh, not, not got a guy reset the mind for Thursday. Um, get your mind right. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow with you know a couple more topics. Talk about March Madness. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Remember, bet responsibly, baby.